Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Feel blessed the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually, His praise shall continually, His praise shall continually. Be in my mouth. Praise him, saints. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually. His praise shall continually his praise shall continually be in my mouth amen amen let us pray father in the name of jesus we cry abba Father, which means Father by adoption. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for adopting us into your holy family. We pray, Heavenly Father, that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart, that they will be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our God, our strength, and our Redeemer. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you forgive us of our sins, forgive us of our iniquities, which we have grievously committed against you. We humbly ask, Father, that you continue to lead us, continue to guide us, in your paths of righteousness for your name's sake. Thank you, Heavenly Father, in advance for the great things that you are going to do to us and through us and for us. Thank you, Father, for a roof over our heads. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for food on our tables, for clothes on our backs, for shoes on our feet. Father, you have been better than good. We thank you, Father, and we do not take these things for granted, for you have told us in your word that every good and perfect gift comes from above. We appreciate you. We reverence you. Father, as we open 
study your holy word today. We pray that your spirit will speak to our human spirits. Connect with us, Heavenly Father, on a spiritual and unseen realm that your good, pleasing, and perfect will may be shared with your people. Let someone be edified, strengthened today. Let blind eyes be opened today in the name of Jesus. Let your children and your people receive divine revelation that we might come out of darkness all the more and into the marvelous light. This is my prayer, Father. Use this earthly vessel, Father. Speak through me, speak for me with my imperfections, with my weaknesses, with my shortcomings, my lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life. Father, I pray you forgive me and use this earthly vessel for your glory and for your majesty. These and all other things we pray and we ask in the mighty and the glorious of Jesus Christ, our Lord, let God's people around the world say amen. Amen and amen. God bless you, children of God. We do greet each of you once again in the mighty and the glorious name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, we do thank God for each of you. We thank God for your presence. We thank God for your prayers. This is the day that our creator has made. Scientists and doctors and lawyers, they didn't make this day. God made this day. And not only did God make this day, but he has graciously, I know it doesn't seem like much to many of you. Ah, you know, I saw yesterday, Apostle, what's the big deal? Yesterday is not much different from today. Listen, it was God's grace that allowed you and me to see yesterday. It is God's grace that is allowing you and me to see today. And we pray. We pray that God's grace will allow you and me to see tomorrow. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice. Listen to me, child of God. You and I owe God praise. We owe God worship. We owe God thanksgiving. If for nothing else, for allowing you and I to see another day in the land of the living. Everybody that went to sleep last night did not wake up to see the day. Some people woke up the day in hell wondering what is going on? What is it? You didn't, you didn't use your time wisely in life. You didn't take seriously what the apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers were saying. And now, you're ending up in a place prepared for the devil and his angels. My prayer, my brother, my prayer, my sister, is that that will not be our portion in the name of Jesus. May we use our day what? Wisely. If, 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 if pastor's not preaching on a certain day or the apostle is not speaking, don't let that stop you from studying God's word. Don't let that stop you from intensifying and strengthening your relationship with your creator because i'm telling you my brother 
telling you, my sister, we are going to stand before our creator and we are going to explain. And he's going to determine whether we can come up and spend eternity in a perfect place, in a place of bliss and peace, or we're going to be sent to this lake of fire. Uh, now, now, I know that God has given me the charge to proclaim his word, to preach and to teach his word. I want to make sure I don't have to give an account for not doing that. And I know that God has told me to do it. Just like as a son or a daughter, your father tell you to do something. You don't want to have to, you don't want to not do that and then have to explain to your father or your mother why you didn't do what they asked you to do. Well, God has, has told me or didn't do why, what they told you to do. God has told me to preach and teach his word to this dying generation. I want to make sure that I do that. So when I stand before him, that'll be one thing off my checklist. You know, I got some other things I need to, to get in order, and to, but I know that I want that to be done and taken care of. And I pray that what God has instructed you to do, my brother and my sister, that uh, you do that as well. Children of God, we're going to take a look at the book of First John chapter three verse 16 one of the most powerful scriptures for us and the whole of the bible um john writes this is how we know what love is jesus christ laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. We're going to work from a theme, a topic today. This is how we know what love is. This is how we know what love is. Let us pray. Eternal Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, thank you, Heavenly Father, once again for all that you do, things too numerous for us to count, too numerous for us to name. We appreciate you, Father, even though we cannot see you with our natural eyes. We can feel you in our hearts and in our souls. We can see your blessings upon us. We can see your forgiveness, your healing. We can see so many of your attributes, even if we cannot see you. Again, Father, forgive us of our sins and iniquities. Continue to ask you to lead us and to guide us into your paths of righteousness for your name's sake. Teach us, Father, and we shall be taught. Lead us, Father, and we shall be led. Let your name, Father, which is above every other name, gain all glory, all honor, and all praise. This is our prayer. 
In Jesus' mighty and glorious name, we have prayed. Let God's people around the world say amen. This is how we know what love is. The Lord is bringing up in my spirit now an account that took place with with me maybe about 10 or 15 years ago, and it's, it's kind of humorous to me. Uh, I had a necklace that uh, I thought was a gold necklace, pretty beautiful necklace. And I had in my mind that this gold necklace I'm going to save it, and in case I ever run into any difficult financial times in my life, uh, later on I will sell this gold necklace in an event of an emergency and use the money for what I need to. So I kept this, what I thought to be gold necklace, for many, many years just uh, feeling relatively secure that when the need, when the time, when I needed to, I was going to sell this gold necklace and use the money. Well, saints, to make a long story short, on one occasion, uh, I was in Africa and my finances had gotten a little low. I needed to have some money to do some things. And I said, I'm going to sell my gold necklace and use the money to do what I need to do. Well, when I gave what I thought to be a gold necklace to the gold merchants, they ran some tests on that necklace that I thought for years was a gold necklace. They ran some tests on that necklace and they found out that it was not real at all. They came to me, Apostle, this necklace is not real gold. I said, what? I, I thought, oh, no, Apostle, this is not, it's gold plated. It is not real gold. I was very disappointed. I was shocked, you know, but God taught me something very valuable. For years, decades, I thought that that gold necklace was a, I thought it was a, a real gold necklace to find out that it was not real. You say, Apostle Brian, what are you letting us know? Many, many people that claim they have a relationship with God, that claim that they know God, that they may even think, as I thought that necklace was real. Many individuals that think that they know God are going to find out, say after the Lord, on the judgment, that they were not real Christians, that they were fake Christians, just like I had to find out that gold necklace was what? A fake. You say, Apostle, what are you saying to us? The Bible says that there will be many who have cried, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied 
in your name and in your name drove out demons and done many miracles and wonderful works and the Lord will tell them plainly, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I don't know you. I never knew you into the place prepared for the devil and his angels. You say, apostle, what does this mean? That means that there are many, say if the Lord, never mind what apostle Brian say, I'm just a spokesman. There will be many. God didn't say a few. God didn't say a little bit. There will be many who are deceived into thinking that they know the Lord and they really don't. My prayer, my sincere prayer for you, my sincere prayer for me, may we really know the Lord. May our salvation be real. May our relationship with our creator, we know we have faults, we know we have flaws, we know we have weaknesses and sins, but may our relationship and our walk with God be for real so that God does not have to tell us on that great day when our eternity, not just a few years, not just a few decades, when our eternity is to be determined by our creator. May you and I and our relationship with him be real. That is my prayer for you, my brother. That is my prayer for you, my sister. Some parents pray and, and, and hope that their children get a good job or Hope that their children get a good education. Hope My hope and my prayer is that my children will know the Lord, will really know the Lord, will love the Lord with all my prayer for you. You want to know what my prayer is for you, child of God? Same thing as my prayer for me, that we will love the Lord thy God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our strength, and with all of our mind. And then we will turn around and love our neighbors as ourselves. That's what I'm praying for you. Whether you get a job making six figures, whether or not you get a, a wife, whether or not you get a nice car or a nice house, just know the Lord, my brother. Know the Lord, my sister. That is the most important thing that you and I can do in this life. Lord is flashing Lazarus in my spirit there was an account in the bible of the rich man and lazarus rich man lived in luxury dressed in purple and fine linen uh from the look of things he was blessed lazarus on the other hand was a beggar lazarus body was covered with sores Lazarus, the dogs came and even licked him his sores. Lazarus was so hungry and so poor that what fell off the rich man's table, Lazarus wished he could eat that. But when they both died, Lazarus, the rich man looked up in hell that I was talking to you all about. He looked up on fire. For all eternity, whereas 
Lazarus found himself to be in the presence of God and of the angels, comforted. Now, what did Lazarus have going for himself? He didn't have a lot of money in life. He didn't have a lot of prestige, didn't have a lot of power, didn't have a lot of friends from what we read about. But what we do understand about Lazarus, he had a relationship with God. My prayer for you, my brother, prayer for you, my sister. If you don't have anything else in this life, if I don't have anything else in this life, have a relationship with the Lord. Have a strong, intense relationship with our Creator that we might make it into that beautiful place, that we might spend eternity in a place of peace, in a place of bliss in a place of plenty and not have to spend eternity in hell. This is how we know what love is. Now, because of the number and the amount of counterfeit people, places, and things in this life or in this world. God has given you and I a test. Now, just like my gold or what I thought to be gold, when it was tested, it looked like gold, it felt like gold, it shined like gold, but when it was tested, it was found out not to be what? Gold. Well, God has a test for you and for me. A test that will let us know what real love is. Well, look at what the Bible, what the Bible says. This is how we know what love is. See, see. With my gold necklace or what I thought to be a gold necklace, you couldn't just go off how it looked because it looked like what? Gold. You couldn't just go off of how it felt because it felt like gold. You couldn't just go off how it shined and how it shimmered because it shined and shimmered like gold. So the goldsmith had to apply some other tests to it to find out if it was really gold. Well. There's a lot of things that look like love. There's a lot of things that feel like love. There's a lot of things that sound like love in this world. But John writes to us that this is how we will what? Know what love is. See, see, if you don't know what love is, you may see people doing things to you that hurt you and may think they hate you because they're doing something to you that hurts you. Well, that doesn't mean that it's not love because it hurts you, because sometimes love must hurt us to help us. What? Sometimes love must what? Hurt us 
in order to help us. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. Now, regardless of what people say, regardless of what people think, regardless of what is in men and women's mind, Jesus Christ proved his love for you. Jesus Christ proved his love for me. He laid down his life. In other words, Jesus Christ died for you. Jesus Christ died for me so that we don't have to be sent to hell. Now, we can't appreciate him. We can't be thankful to him. We can't praise him. And he did so much for us. My, my, listen, my prayer for you, my prayer for me, may we realize and understand how much Jesus Christ did for us so that we can give him the praise, give him the glory, give him the honor that he deserves. You know, um, my spirit is going to many of our African-American civil rights leaders. Individuals like who? Martin Luther King Jr. King Jr. Who else? Malcolm X. Who else? Thurgood Marshall. Number of African American civil rights leaders. These are individuals that saw the injustice, saw that things were not right in this country and they came against it uh, non-violent protests and speaking out against and different things they 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 were beaten they had dogs uh attack them they had water spraying them many they were beaten with blackjacks they were arrested they were thrown into prison. Some of them were killed. So many terrible things that these of our ancestors and our African-American civil rights leaders experienced so that this generation or us or succeeding generations could have it better in this great country. Now, what they did was a great sacrifice. That's why we honor them. That's why many things and memorials have been uh, put up to honor their accomplishments. The problem is that many of us don't even appreciate what many of these civil rights leaders, African-American civil rights leaders did. Well, many of us don't even appreciate it. Many of us take it for granted the great sacrifice that these great men and women laid down. Well, the same thing is true in regards to Jesus Christ. Many individuals in this generation 
don't even appreciate the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made that you and I might have a right to eternal life. This is how we know what love is. In other words, this is real love. Just because somebody is saying words that we like to hear or petting us and making uh, and goo-gooing us and make John said, this is real love. This is how we know what real love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for you. Jesus Christ laid down his life for me. I want to encourage you, my brother. I want to encourage you, my sister, the same way Jesus Christ laid down his life for you and for me, let us lay down our life for him. When someone is willing to lay down their life for you, you need to be willing to lay down your life, what? For them. Well, you say, Apostle, what do you mean? Well, parents are instructed in God's word to take care of children, to provide for them, to feed them, to nurture them, to take care of them. In other words, to lay down their lives for their children. Well, when children get older, I mean, when parents get older, and children become adults, now it is the children's time to do what? Lay down their life and take care of the parents. Same way the parents took care of the children when they could not do for themselves. When parents get older and cannot do for themselves, children that are now adults are now to take care of what? The parents. Well. It's a mighty sorry parent that will not take care of their own children. We all know that. We all know that that parents that refuse to take care of their children are sorry, are sorry parents. They're parents that should be locked up. Parents that should be they're terrible, terrible parents. Well, don't you know that when children get up and of age? And parents get older and children that won't take care of their parents, they are terrible children. The same way as a terrible parent that won't take care of a helpless child or a child that cannot do for himself or herself. When children get older and will not help take care of a parent that cannot do for their self, it's a very terrible child. My prayer for you, my prayer for me. Let us be good parents, take care of our children. Let us be good children when we get up and of age, take care of our parents. That is love. This is how we know what love is. See, see, uh, Jesus Christ, when we couldn't do anything for ourselves, he laid down his life for us. Well, now that we are up, now that we are in the earth, we need to be willing to lay down what? Our life for Jesus.
people that are good to you, you need to be good to them. My my spirit is going to uh, two of my deacons in this ministry. These great men of God have been supporters over for decades, helping to send me around the world to proclaim this glorious gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, things happen and things take place in life where sometimes individuals are not able to do what they once could do. But it is in my heart, the same way these great men of God assisted me and, and, and helped me and blessed me and allowed me, that when God sends the great blessing to me that I know he's, he's sending and I'm seeing little glimpses of it, that I'm to requite or repay these great men of God. This is how we know what love is. Love will, love will have you do for me when I can't do for myself. But then love will also turn around and have me do for you when you can't do for yourself. This is how we, what was the topic? This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ, when we couldn't do for ourselves, Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. Well, now that we are up, now that we are, now we are to be willing to lay down our lives for Jesus Christ. My encouragement to you, my brother, my encouragement to you, my sister. I'm not praying, watch this, thank you, Holy Spirit. God said, Robert, don't pray this. I'm not praying that God would show you love because he already what? He already loves us. He already has shown you and me love. I'm not praying that. If you're waiting for me to pray that God will show you and me love, you just be awaiting somebody because I have no intentions of praying that for you or for me or for anyone else because God has already done that. My prayer is that you and I will show what? God love. God has already shown his love for us. See, this is why Because here God has sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, who lived, bled, suffered, died, rose again from the dead, ascended on high, and is coming again. God has shown great love to individuals and individuals that don't believe or won't accept. They have shown hatred to God. Understand, people don't get sent to hell because God hate them. People get sent to hell because they hate God. God does not hate anybody. The Bible says God is love. But then when he looks down and he sees men and women hating him, God said, what choice am I left with? I can't bring you up here to heaven to be hating me. And that. So, so God sent people to hell that hate him. My prayer for you. My prayer for me. May we not hate what? God. I, no, no, the, the God said, Robert, don't pray that I love anybody because God says I already love everybody. 
pray that men and women will love me, saith the Lord. Pray that men and women will love me, saith the Lord. This is how we know. In this day and age with so many counterfeits, just about anything in this life that has a real, you know, there's real gold, as I was talking to you all about earlier, and there is what? Fake gold. There is real wood. You know, I have one of the rooms here in the Christian Center Church Worldwide because we didn't put down real wood. We put down basically a fake wood having problems with it right today. I have to get it fixed. There's real there. Listen, there's real uh, silver. There's fake silver. There's real diamond. Just about everything in life. There's a real and a fake. There is real love. There is fake love. This is why John speaks to you and to me and says, this is how we know what, what real love is. What John is talking about is he's talking about real love. My prayer for you, my prayer for me. May we walk in, may we experience may we seek after real what love the reason why a lot of marriages break up you know individuals all the lovey lovey sexy sexy end up breaking up because it was not real what love reason why a lot of uh relationships families and and uh, Break up because it wasn't real love. See, the real will stand the test of time. The fake will not last. My prayer for you, my prayer for me. God wants us united together in real love. We have to spend eternity together, children of God. We need to be operating in Real love. John said, this is how you know what it is. Real love will lay down its life for a friend. Fake love won't do that. You never read anywhere in the scripture where Satan laid down his life for anybody. Why? Because he didn't really love us. We read in the scripture that Jesus laid down his life for us because Jesus loves us. We'll never read and Satan lay down. His, Satan is not trying to lay down his life for us. Satan is trying to kill us. Whereas Jesus laid down his life for us. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. All right. We understand that. Okay. So what do we need to do, Lord? Since since you did this for us, what do we need to do for you? And God tells us in his word. And we ought to lay down our lives 
for our brothers and our sisters. Same way Jesus laid down his life for us, we need to lay down our lives for our brothers and our sisters. Now, you know, that doesn't always just mean just dying for them, but it means put our wants and our desires and uh, these things on the back burner to take care of the needs of others, our brothers and sisters. Because understand my brother and my sister, the Lord is dealing with me on this and he says, Robert, get ready to close. When we lay down, you would think, now let me share this, you would think that since the Bible says that Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, we ought to lay down our lives for Jesus Christ. You would think that's what it would say. But the reality is, my brother and my sister, that is what it does say. He just says it in a way that requires spiritual understanding to understand that that is what he is saying. Jesus Christ laid down his life for who? For us. But then it says we ought to lay down our lives for who? Our brothers and sisters. Well, understand this, my brother and my sister that when we lay down our life for our brothers and our sisters, because we are the body of Christ, we are laying down our lives for Jesus Christ. See, how we treat our brothers and our sisters is how we treat Christ. Because the Bible says that we are the body of Christ. In other words, we are parts of Christ as children of God. So when individuals are good to us as children of God, individuals are good to the God of the children. Listen, there are some of you under the sound of my voice. I know part of the reason why God has blessed you is because you've been a blessing to me. I know it. That's in essence what the Lord told Abraham. Anyone who blesses you will be blessed. Anyone, and there are some of you under the sound of my voice because you have cursed me. Some of you, that's why you experiencing curses. God told Ahan, anyone who curses you will be cursed. Finally, let me find that scripture for you all. We're going we, we're gonna, to we're gonna close out on this. Now watch this now. Genesis chapter 12. Some of you all didn't know this right here. Now watch this. Abraham was a man of God, not a perfect man of God, just like we're not perfect men of God, but he was a man that sincerely loved God, a man that sincerely tried to do what God wanted him to do. God told Abraham in Genesis 12 and 3, I will bless those who bless you. Some of you all don't even know the reason why some of the blessings that you have experienced and are experiencing in your life is because you have been a blessing to God's manservant. Some of you don't even know that. And you jumped out there and you tried and, and I don't even want to, I don't want to feel like that. God told him, I will bless those who what? Bless you. Now, if they don't bless you, then God said their blessing is getting ready to get stopped. 
There are some of you on the sound of my voice. Just as soon as you stop blessing me, it was just a matter of time. I knew God was going to stop blessing you. Just knew it. I will bless those who what? Bless you. So understand that when we are a blessing to God's man servant or God's woman's servant, then there are blessings that God is bringing to us because we are blessing them. But then God told him, whoever curses you, I will curse. Listen, children of God, I don't have to be going around uh, pronouncing curses on my enemies and and hoping that my enemies die by fire, fire, fire. I already know that if you coming against me, God is going to curse you. I already know that. I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse. All the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. When you bless God's servant, God is going to bless you. But when you curse or you do some funny stuff to God's servant, it's going to be a curse coming your way. I don't have to say it. All I have to do is look at look at how you behaving towards me as God's representative. So as one of God's representatives, all I got to do, I look at you, you're generous toward me. You being generous toward God. I know God is going to pour you down. blessing. you want to be selfish toward me. You want to be stingy toward me. I know it's just a matter of time. God is going to allow stinginess, uh, uh, allow lack in your life. I know he is. We are the body of Christ. Listen to me. How you treat me is how you treat God. You can say what you want to. You can think what you want to. You can believe what you want to. How we treat one another as children of God is how we treating God. Moses had gotten upset. Let me, and I want to share this with you all. Um, Moses had gotten upset because the people of God that he was leading, that God had given him the charge to lead, uh, you know, were doubting him or not believing in him and you know, Moses had kind of gotten us, didn't want to listen to him, didn't want to follow him. Moses was sort of like, what is this now? What are these? What? And the Lord, in essence, told Moses, it is not you that they are rejecting. But it is me. Moses was kind of taking things personal. Like, like, what have I done to cause these people to be behaving? And the God said, it's not you they have rejected. It is me. Let me see. It is not you. Let me look that up. And we're going to close on that. They are rejecting but me. Turn with me, children of God, to first. Uh, chapter eight, verse seven. Uh, 
now. So we're going to just take a look at we're going to look at First uh, Samuel chapter eight, verse seven. The Lord said to Samuel, because the people they didn't want God to be their king. They wanted to have a king like the other nations. They didn't want to be unique like God wanted them. They wanted to try to be like others. Lord said to them, he said, uh, Lord said to Samuel, listen unto the voice of the people and all that they say to you. For they're not rejecting you, Samuel but they have rejected me that I should not be king over them. Samuel was, you know, upset. You know, how the people are rejecting me. They don't want to listen to me. I'm just, the Lord said, don't, 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 don't get all upset about that. It's not you that they are rejecting. These people are rejecting me, saith the Lord, that I should not reign over them. So, so understand, man of God out there, woman of God out there under the sound of my voice, don't take it too personal when you see people don't want to listen or don't want to follow instructions or they don't want to uh, support your ministry. And don't take it too personal because people have... If you and I are diligently and sincerely trying to do the will of our Heavenly Father, sometimes people have gotten to a place in their life where they have rejected God. And it just manifests in their rejection of us. See, how you feel about God, how you really feel about God is manifested in your treatment of God's servants. When you get to the place where you fed up with God, a lot of times that's when people will come in and they'll stone the prophets because <laughs> they, they really don't want to hear God anymore. But the prophet is here. They can see the prophet. They can, so they'll, they'll, they'll manifest. Don't, 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 don't take it too personally, child of God. Don't take it too personally. Just watch and see. Scripture tells us to not be envious against the workers of iniquity and not that they will soon be cut down. They'll soon be cut off. It's just a, it's just a matter of time. So keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, my brother and my sister. Keep your eyes fixed on doing what God has told you to do, whether people are with you or not, whether people love you or hate you, whether the people believe you or you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. God will always figure out a way to bless his people and he will always figure out a way to curse the wicked. My prayer for you. My prayer for me. May we be on the side of where God is figuring out ways to bless us and not on the side where God is figuring out ways to curse us. God bless you.
my beautiful brothers and sisters. Love you all. And I pray that you and I will just do God's will. That That's my prayer. Because when we do God's will, I don't even have to ask for blessings. I don't even have to waste time praying for God to bless individuals with jobs and bless individuals with finances and bless. I don't have to waste time. Just do what God say do. And all these things shall be what? Added unto you. God bless you. Saints, you can reach us through email at https colon forward slash forward slash thadfg.wixsite.com forward slash tccww. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe, Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes daily. On Facebook, join us on Robert Bryant. On YouTube, join us on the Christian Center Church channel. We can even be reached by phone at plus 252-525-4777. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on TalkShoe, Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. God bless you and heaven smile you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.